Horse Lawson Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins, straight thugging, living the dream. And that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head that makes you laugh. Woohoo! <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Oh, muggles. Accidental rib job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or am I just being cynical? Just muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9 11? <laughs> we just we just sat there waiting. Aye. I sent the text on your phone. Aye. You were there like no coffee, no phone, just sat there like a psychopath. Wait for you to <laughs> fucking finish drink. your little fucking bit in your little group. You're in the group. If, I'm not there, am I? <laughs> I was fucking waiting for you. I was just waiting <laughs> the for the WhatsApp group that you're in. <laughs> that you've just been having the banter in. That was very funny banter on the WhatsApp group though. Well. Don't do it. Don't tell the end joke to No, the... why? Fine. 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 Uh, here we are in uh, Stockton home, Sweden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you expect a song? No, no, no. Don't I you? I'll probably pull no, it out of the bag if you want. No, absolutely don't. Oh, I shouldn't chew chewing gum on the podcast. It's unprofessional. Mm-hmm. It's a very professional podcast. That's not your drink, is it? It's empty, so I would assume. Can I lean in a bit closer? Oh, no, not to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> to me, uh, aye, we've been, um, we've had a bit of a podcast drought mm-hmm. simply because we've been can't be mostly in the air, and we can't be arsed. And when we can be asked to do a podcast, we've been getting hammered. Aye, we've just done a fucking weird session around the world, didn't we? That was class. So you got to remember that this podcast made sense when we were going on the road for oh, three, three months three months of the year a three month podcast we're like hey we're it's doing it's easy man it's easy it's as fuck it's easy as fuck to do ten podcasts in a row I'm fucking like, <laughs> I've nothing to say to you right. <laughs> I just um, I, I don't know how to explain this to, to the uh, podcast listeners to, to put themselves in my shoes because it is class don't get us wrong I really fucking love going from country to country city to city doing all these shows but we're kind of in purgatory now, aren't we? Mm. It's like a little bit Bruce Bog Trotter. You know, the bit where you're like, you want some fucking cake? <laughs> have some fucking cake. You like this, day? It's like, can you have too much you're of a good thing? the fat guy in there, fucking Matilda. <laughs> Weird that you know I'm a full name to basis, but... Aye. Right. What do you think it's weird that I know the names of... Just, you know, when was the last time you watched what, Matilda? What, what, uh, do you not know Augustus Gloop from the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Aye, but that's because I saw... I'd study fat kids from movies. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, it's easy to remember names when you read the books. You've read, you've read Matilda? I fucking love Roald Dahl books. How old were you when you read Matilda? Probably from the age of 4, 10, 15, oh, no. now. I thought you meant... Like, I've, I've mul- multiple read most Roald Dahl books. I've read his autobiography, Boy. That was good. Boy, that's his autobiography. Mm-hmm. Is that not just a book? No. Turns out I'm not the big fan I thought I was. <laughs> but boy was past my reading level, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> that was one of the big ones with small words. Maybe we should boy about his head, but now I'm almost sorry. Twits. Twits, I loved. One thing I remember, remember, remember about his autobiography is he makes one of his older sister's boyfriend smoke goat shit. Does he? Aye. He shirts his autobiography. Aye. Uh, yeah, you know, honestly, because he rolled down, so basically he, he comes from the <laughs> no, time no, where he had loads of older brothers and sisters, and they all died from, like, fucking plague or whatever the older bowler was. Ah. Uh, I haven't read Boy, and I haven't read Danny the Champion of the World, no offence. Um, <laughs> it just wasn't for me. <laughs> I just saw the title and went, fucking pure fiction, that, like, it was one of his other books. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> and then our dog section. Gone with the fox that fucking starts a war with the farmers. BFG. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I can suspend me disbelief so far. Big fucking gib. <laughs> what? <laughs> what did you just call him? I think you fucking out. Rewind the podcast if you missed it. <laughs> you just call him. Who, me? Um, I thought you were calling the giant. No, I thought you were a very friendly giant. Is Gimp one of the words that we're never going to be told is offensive? Was Oh, imagine that become fetish shaming. Uh, but also, isn't that... Uh, it, first of all, I'm, abs- I'm a big fan of kink shaming. I think some of them should be kinked away into non-existence. I think some of them should be absolutely kink shaped into like, non-existence. Some things are just literally a step away from paedophilia and if I say what they are, people are into it, are going to be like, no it's not. Uh, Do you know who those people are? Paedophiles. You like, you know, people that are like in love with inanimate objects. Oh, pe- grown men that want to dress up in diapers and that. Oh, that's yeah. like, fuck, that's fucking fantasising about children. So even if there's no children involved or harmed, it's like going into a shop and buying a fucking baby blow-up doll. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, nah, nah, you're a, you're a threat. You're too, uh, you're too close to the threat fucking barometer to, to be allowed to continue with your fetish. I th- I've always think, like, it, like, you can fancy anyone within reason. And <laughs> within reason, be reasonable. But it's like you look. You can fancy men. You can fancy women. You can fancy any of the other ones, and you can fancy anywhere between. And you can be fluid between that. You can love anyone you want. Any fucking. We've agreed on an age of uh, consent. We've agreed on age of consent. Once, anything after that. Anything after that. Even you, beyond eighty. Uh, knock yourself out. Uh, you're allowed to love who you fucking love as long as uh, they're over the age of consent. Uh, if you fancy a car, if you fancy a roller coaster, if you fa- get go to jail. <laughs> what do you um, or or go to a mental hospital? So right, let's let's find out where your tipping point is. I this. think it's fucking a car, man. So none of an object. What do you um? What do you think about like fetishes, like foot fetish and stuff like that, body parts that like? Cause that's harmless. Well, so there's, there's like there's kinks that are just there's, like there's things that I'm not into, but like could, but if you're into, then fine. I think I'd have a foot fetish if I could. No. Why? Because, like... Because everyone's got feet. I I, I mean, people are frivolous with their feet distribution. They're fucking everywhere, mate. Imagine, like... Like, you felt for feet like you feel for boobs. And there was as much boob opportunity, much feet opportunity. No, but that would make that me. Would a, that, like, would, that would make me a disgusting pervert everywhere. But then, when, aye, that's the thing as well. Like, that would just it's, be a disgusting. It's like these curtains here. Imagine you had a thing for curtains. That oh, would right. be class. <laughs> but then uh, you're that, bo- that then you then you're, you're that level just, of fucking. I'm just turned on all of the time. But I just want to. Um, I don't. I don't. Have, I don't think foot fetish is a problem. I, I do. So. I, I do find so. it. I do find it interesting. I don't mm. think it, it, it like goes into your realm of problem though. No, and I think no, that's no. where you could get if, caught king shaming. If you if, if you, you fancy started, feet, I don't fancy feet, but you're allowed to fancy feet. No, but that's, that's, absolutely that's right. when king shaming would come in. Is right. like you go, oh, actually, that's fucking not fair on that person. That person just fucking really fond of feet. Why are you being a no, dick? No, but also them? fucking look. Like, here's my problem with people when people talk about king shaming. It's like, look, first of all. <laughs> I think we should all be ashamed of a lot of these things because they are gross and we're dark little perverts. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't want to be shameless with the stuff I do in the, in the fucking bedroom. That's disgusting. I don't be fucking like, even like as someone who does talk about sex on stage, I'm never going to be as explicit. Uh, it's it's mad that we're ashamed of masturbating. Like getting caught, ma- getting caught masturbating. There's like a oh my god, oh I can't believe that this is awkward between me and this person, me and this person, and never going to be the same again. It's only awkward because, if you stop, huh? It's only awkward if you stop. <laughs> if you want to break eye contact, if you keep doing it, you can just make it their problem. 
Sorry, where, where do we go there? Mm, I'm high. Are you high? Oh, I've been high. I'm not going to be sober for any of this tour. I've been high since it started. Oh, that, that was a problem for you as well. We're doing the Far East stuff. You couldn't bring your weed. Aye. Anyway, um, a bit like fucking EO lost his tail. Um, Dead. <laughs> Depressed. <laughs> it's the source of all of his poem. Oh, uh, yeah, let's Is he let... sad because he lost his tail? Just... They're all meant to like represent mental health issues, aren't they? Aye. Like, let's go through it. Eeyore uh, has got depression. depression. Tigger loves Eckies. Uh, he's a proper pill uh, head. Um, Piglet and nonce. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, when he's put this into the nonce. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, why uh, when he throws uh, us on with uh, a little fucking <laughs> little pink thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. The kangaroo is a racist. Aye. The old slut shames. Yep. It's a mental health issue. Aye. And the, uh, Christopher Robin's a boomer. <laughs> Christopher Robin's a baby boomer. <laughs> I think baby boomer should be a mental illness. <laughs> Here we go. It should be a mental illness. Like, baby boomers fucking suck, man. Well, they are a bit. We've t- are we tired about this already? Probably. Well, I, I think everyone is. Except for the baby boomers, who obviously lack self-awareness. I th- I just feel like I'd miss my parents now, lad. I'd really fucking miss my parents a lot, but if that whole generation of fucking baby boomers just left us alone and just went to the woods... Right. Walked, <laughs> you know, in, walked into the sea. Just went, look, crack on, everyone. We're just going to... Like, we're not even... No internet. We never had internet in the first place, but we're not going to do anything. We're not going to turn up with a vote. We're not going to have an opinion. We're just gonna fuck off, is that alright? We're gonna. You're not gonna interfere with anything, you're just gonna. Like, I'll, I'll just hug me mum, make her a pack lunch. <laughs> <laughs> like, because everybody would want their parents to stay. Like, you'd want to go, oh, fuck off all the baby boomers, but I'm gonna keep these. Like, I would like, I would like that, but that's selfish. But I think I'd just have to say goodbye to me mum and dad if it meant the baby boomers would fuck off. Mm, I don't know if my parents were boomers. Are my boomers? I mean, they'd probably argue against it. They're probably in that, like, uh, generation that you're in between, like, X and Millennial. Aye. But, like, most Millennials would call it Generation X and most Generation X would call it a Millennial. I know, I was at the time when the internet was invented. Huh? There was a time in my life before the internet. And there yeah. Was a time in my life. Also, I've lived on both sides of 9-11. Yes. Um, I think, uh, yeah, the, the introduction of phones and the internet, we live... We, we straddled both of those lives. It's almost like there was probably a generation in the 1800s that were pre-electricity and post-electricity that had to make the transition. Mm-hmm. And then there was people who come along that just took for granted. Like that fucking electricity's already been there. Like always been there. I wonder what our kids are going to be ungrateful about. Teleportation. Oh, I've got to teleport in Nan's house. <laughs> I used to have to walk up a hill. There and back. <laughs> <laughs> Would you use a teleporter? Not if. Ah, right, here we go. No, what all I've said is, look, I've invented a teleporter. You're gonna get it. Ah, uh, I think I think I'm gonna die, and then somebody yeah. else is gonna be me, right. and they're gonna feel like they've always been me, but I'll just switch off into blackness. Alright, but is that not you? I, it is, but I just don't get to experience it. Uh-huh. My experience comes to an end. Aye. I think when they when the work out how to do that and it's literally going to take the whole life and soul away from you and then create a new life and soul it's going to 
Just copy it's, and paste. Copy and paste and then. Aye, uh, but it's file. not. Uh, it's not the same. It's not the same copy that you've pasted. I mean, it is. It's a copy. So this is this is the movie, The Prestige. It is the movie, The Prestige. One of the top five movies of all time. Um, will you stop playing with that, please? It's a professional podcast. Not the card, you cock. What <laughs> <laughs> um, are you top five movies? Uh, Airbud. Airbud two. Uh, oh, Airbud three. Tokyo Drift. <laughs> oh, let's talk about Tokyo. Oh, right, we were in Tokyo. Um, so I did not expect the lanes that we went down. So, right. The picture of Tokyo that you expect is definitely fucking the first thing that catches your eye. That's the big fucking tall, lit, like fucking Times Square-ish vibe of the whole city. Capitalism. Yeah. It'd been advertised too, but like weirdly not because it's all in foreign speak. Aye. Japanese. (laughs) Literally so close to doing a really bad Japanese accent. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Not going to say it. (laughs) However, however... This is legit. When Japanese people are surprised by something, oh, and you pointed the, this out, they do this, do the impression of it. Uh, <laughs> like they, they genuinely, if you surprise any Japanese, and I mean, and not, if this is racist, this is racist. You surprise any Japanese person, they will do uh, a voice of Tim Allen from uh, Home Improvement, <laughs> like uh, just, uh, and it's the greatest, most if genuine thing in the entire world. If anyone's ever played Metal Gear Solid 1 for the PlayStation, it's when one of the guards finds one of the guards that you've took out, so if you leave a corpse or an unconscious guard on the floor, the other guard will come up, because that's a Japanese-made game, isn't it? Must be. So when the guard comes up, and it's like quite a serious game, up until the guard goes, and it's like a question mark appears above his head. That, oh that was, I didn't realise, I thought they were doing that like as a cut, like a, making it a bit cartoonish, but they were just being earnest. The rest of the time, they're just <laughs> so, the they're, the politest, they're the politest people in the world, and then you surprise them, and then they suddenly get animated. Yes, and I felt like also, Anything that people have considered to be racist towards Japanese people, when you're there, you just think, oh, none of this would ever bother them. Like doing a doing a voice or do, like doing like any t- kind of cultural appropriation of Japanese people, they would just find it laughable because you you're such a minority there. Ah, uh, you really yeah. Like at least working through London, you look around and you'll see a handful of different cultures. So you have to be sensitive around each other. Mm. But they are like fucking absolute fucking ninety nine point nine percent minority majority Japanese. Aye, that's so British. That's so ninety nine point nine percent minority. minority. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is. The imperialistic. Um, yes. So it was all that fucking reach for the skies. Fucking. Oh, by the way. The Japanese people taking photos. If anything, the odd Brit here and there taking photos. Well, they, maybe, the, maybe the cliche is just tourists take photos. Oh, that might be all it is. <laughs> right? Um, so, we got took to a bar where we just got took off the beaten track from these tall, like, you know, neon sky high rises mm-hmm. and into these lanes where there was like a little map when we first got there and it was like 50 pubs on the map. But each pub is about the size of a shower. Yeah, like... Of a small bathroom. <laughs> of a small bathroom, exactly, right? So you, you go in and there's... So you have to find an empty one. Aye. If there's one with a group of people in, you don't fit in. I never fit in. <laughs> you don't fit in. You've got, to, um, you've got to find one that's empty and you just go and like... T- 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 so you've got to bar to yourself mm. for the point. And we ended up pub crawling through a few of those. Drinking Japanese Drinking. whiskey. 
God fucking mullad, mate. Aye. Got probably blasted. Um, Japanese whiskey is very good. Uh, one of my favourite things about Japan was uh, they genuinely, all the time and consistently, swap out L's and R's in their typing out of words. And it, Amazing. And I, and I wish I was more mature and I wish I was a better person, but it made me laugh every single time. Spark ring water. Spark ring water. On the menu, spark Absolutely. ring water. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I wish I was a better person, but that's, it was so good. What was the other one as well? Because we went to the. Um, we went to that big VR place. Yeah, we went to the. Uh, the arcades are fucking class there, man. Like, and that, that was one thing I was looking forward to about Tokyo when it did deliver. It's like, I was like, oh, how. Because we go to arcade stuff all the time and it's always right. like 80s vibe, 80s game, 16 bit. Everyone like, was. Like, what, are, what is the next level of arcade? And Tokyo fucking nailed it. Aye, and it's also like, I cannot believe any video ever goes viral of like any Japanese person being like really good at a game because it goes viral in uh, in the fucking uh, in the West and we're just like, oh my god, look how good this person is at this game. And you think that that's one anomaly. In this arcade, every single person was playing the game to like a YouTube fucking viral sensation level. Yeah. Just sat and fucking in the middle of this room with all these just autistic savants. Absolutely, that, on, the, <laughs> on the music floor of the arcade tower. Oh my tower, god, man. In, in they were fucking smashing Sub stereotypes it. are true. Well, I yes. think just in a place. Yeah, and that is, if you go to an arcade, people are very good at games. <laughs> <laughs> also, there was some games, two the same style, but two very different games, where you take your cards, like, su- like suppose you've got like Pokemon cards, right. and you lay them down on this like kind of interface, and the screen in front of you picks up where you've put the card down and what its powers and abilities are and projected onto the screen so one of them was a battle where there was like kind of like i'm guessing like you would put down like a card that's cavalry and a card that's like frontier and a card that's archers and move them around the battlefield and they're moving on the screen so you watch people doing that and over the other side exactly the same kind of interface but putting down like fucking lionel messi and like fo- uh-huh. footballers and playing some kind of football version of the battle that was happening over there and uh, i couldn't really work out how to play it because everything was in japanese aye it looked but fun, that, but it that, looked, I'm looking forward to that. It looked like live chess sort of thing. And also, it looks like a bit of a like pay-to-play with your fucking cards. Mm-hmm. Like, to, to do that, you're going to have to bring your deck of cards in, which, like, great if you're a fucking teenager day and night, but they're coming from fucking World of Warcraft over here. Oh. I'm 100% going to get the cards, I'm not going to lie. Um, and then the next floor up was the VR floor, mm-hmm. where they'd actually fucking made a, like, kind of warehouse-sized space to roam around with a wireless VR headset on. Oh, you could actually walk around for like about, I think it was like 30 by 20, which was, I mean, the game was shite. Yeah, it wasn't great. And it also put unlimited ammo and limited lives on, so it just felt a bit futile. There was no like element of danger to it. Oh, yeah. um, and then also that one where you're on the horseback with a bow and arrow. Oh, that was all right. That was pretty cool because like you f- had the feeling like you were moving around a lot within the space, but without having to move around. So like it, 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 you know how normally in VR, if you move around, you like throw something over there and then you appear over there, or you just move the fucking analog stick mm. and you walk. Like this was good because you, the the visual was moving at the same pace as what you, mm. what the horse was moving and anything. Unfortunately, if you say something racist in the game, 
people in the arcade can still hear you. So that's the, <laughs> yes. and also if you um, if you shoot the arrow into the back of your horse's head and it's, melt it down for glue, yeah, and eat, eat it, you get a dicky tummy. <laughs> We're melting down the glue to eat it. And eat it. Oh, right. I thought you were melting it down to become glue to then eat the glue. Just like, <laughs> like, next level. No, no. Next level, Ralph. No, no. Nah, dude, if I'd done that, I'd keep my mouth shut. <laughs> oh, that was one of them where if I'd said that and Natalie, she would have went, how long have you been waiting until that joke? As, oh. if, as if I had the setup in my back pocket. Oh, I put a... Um, I put a message between me and Natalie online the other day and a couple of people messaged Callan as a psycho for um, for having my wife's full name aye. in the phone book. Aye. Is that not on? <laughs> I do not have any, like, just no affection towards it at all. <laughs> it's just I've got my dad as Kevin Humphreys. <laughs> I've got my mum as Linda Humphreys. I've got fucking, I've got Matty as the pincer. <laughs> I've just literally got everyone except Matty as their full name. But it is just full name. <laughs> the Pinsy Strain. Pinsy Strain, I've got him down as. Um, uh, but yeah. I just, like, I, I don't even know why. Like, it's just. No, no, Milo's down as Tobias. Ah, yeah, I changed that for a screen cap and I haven't changed it back. No, yeah. I'm thinking full of shit. That's because Milo um, wears just... jorts in the shower like Tobias from Arrested Development. But you just don't. Do you know, um, I told my mum that, in, right. like, as, as a genuine fact. And my mum lives with that fact now. Well, and every, there, every interaction she has with Milo, like, because she hasn't seen Arrested Development. Yeah. So, the, so the whole um, never nude thing to her is an original concept that she'd never heard of, that I'd pitched as a thing. And my mum actually just believes Milo's a never nude. And she spent quite a little bit of time with him. Like, so it's more about him than it is believable. Aye, it does actually. Aye. In fact, I'm starting to believe it. <laughs> and I made it up. <laughs> <laughs> What were we talking about before? Um, I'm not even high, so I should know this. Um, name saved in your phone. I know you're a psychopath. Like, do you not have any love for it at all? I <laughs> but like, why does it need to be so? Who else is using your phone? Who, who are you explaining like a scenario where you're dying and somebody's got your phone and you're like, the passcode is seven five one three. I use your phone and you're like. Oh, my wife, and they're like, oh, you know what's messing with that? Is it down his schnookums? And you're like, no, no, no. Like, is it down his baby? Is it down his boo? Is it down his my love? No, no, just Natalie, <laughs> Margaret Humphreys. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny about that? Is you started saying the actual password of my phone and then realised that you were doing it and changed Duh. it. Because uh, you, you must know the password of my phone. I don't. I think you definitely got it because when there was like a thing with me stag. Oh, I got, uh, you got that, it I got that from Natalie Humphreys. Yeah, they've got it there. Like, literally, I don't even know why I've got a password on that thing. <laughs> Do you not have any nicknames from Natalie at all? You just call her Natalie Humphreys. I call her Moogs because well, she looks like. Right, so why isn't Dennis Moogs in your phone? <laughs> Like, what, well, the eight-year-old boy from the Jungle Book? I, cause, I, <laughs> why? When people see that coming up, they're going to be like, oh, my God, Kai's got a relationship with a character from a cartoon like, nobody sees it but me anyway, like, just for the fucking off chance I screen capture and put it I, so line, Exactly, yeah? so why is it done? So nobody sees it apart from you, so why is it done in something I so just, fucking official? Just, like, like, is it, wait, because so, also you've just pointed out the other single thing. You don't have your dad down as dad. Aye. Do you love anyone? 
Are you how, does that, how, how do I show my love by putting them in my fucking file, in my file facts? It's essentially an electronic file fact. I've just got it in order. When, when, you know? when, 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 I say, when I say the word mum to you, you also, don't think of your mum. You go, mum, Linda Humphreys. I know who Linda Humphreys is. Linda Humphreys. Also, here's a couple of reasons that it isn't because of, but are valid reasons. Right? First one, uh, the novelty of uh, changing her name to Humphreys was cute enough to put it in my diary. Oh, oh she's she, Okay, you'd say it was Mowgli, not Humphreys. Next. But I had a doubt it was Natalie Lane before that. So, right. <laughs> so it's, not, it's still so not great. It's a good excuse, but it's not my excuse. The other one... Especially when you're going out with her. If you've got... Because if you've got, if you're, when you're married to her, it's different, right? But when you're going out with her and she was Natalie Lane, to have her in your phone as Natalie and her second name suggests that there are not only other Natalies in your life that you're like, I've got to narrow it down, that she's not the first one to come to your fucking mind. <laughs> like, that's what it comes across. Like, when it's Natalie Lang, it's like, who's texting Natalie? Natalie who? Who'd you fucking think? Your fucking goddamn girlfriend. Honestly, nicknames all you want, but the person's name is the greatest song that you can ever sing. <laughs> it's a beautiful name. And I, li- I like it in all of its glory. I don't mm. want to water it down or boil it down to something that I made up when her existence... Made up? Her name's Natalie Humphreys now. <laughs> <laughs> right, there's another excuse that isn't valid. Right? Here's a third excuse that isn't valid. I had David Canham in my phone book as Tyrone. Right. Because Tyrone is the one in Coronation Street who got beat up by his wife. Right. Or EastEnders. Coronation Street? Coronation Street. Right. So I put Ty- him down as Tyrone... Um, Canham, Tyrone Castle, put his second name in. Tyrone Canham Work, right? And then I um, sent out an email for the punch drunk confirmations to the acts that were on, the agents that were there, Gav, who's uh, punch drunk comedy's uh, email address, and because Canham's the show manager for one of the gigs when we ran two alongside each other, I had him in the email too, and he was like, Dude, what the fuck? You've got to start as Tyrone and send all these comedians and agents. <laughs> I kind of think I'm called Tyrone. So why you've got them saved in your phone book as go out as their name on the CCs on an email if you have their number and their email address. Mm-hmm. So like you could have someone down as like fucking <laughs> like ginger faggot, uh, right? And then you loop them into a professional email in some capacity <laughs> if that comes up on the but thing. How often? Are you professionally emailing people and bringing that CC Natalie in the conversation? Malena? <laughs> no. She doesn't know who Moogs is. <laughs> She's like, why is fucking, why is there someone called Moogs in me thing? Like, why? No. I mean, this, it's like, also, again, this isn't my excuse, but it's a valid one. I just, I just don't think you love her. <laughs> Look, I just say his first name, last name, just, and sort just, everybody just out into order. Psychopath. Just the amount of times as well that I fucking went uh, and text Milo and I fucking can't find him in my phone book and then I'm like, ah, I called him Tobias and I have to find him. I don't want that with everybody. Just fucking memory then. I do remember the names. Why do I have to remember two names for everybody? But it's just such a little tiny detail. Like, oh, sometimes I go to type Milo and then I have to delete it and then I have to type Tobias and oh, it's just not But like, but like for everybody like that, I'm a fucking... It's not everybody. You go for there's anyone. Wait, I, you were there. Even if you just had her down as Natalie, nobody gives a fuck if you've just got her down as... Or even Nat. It's a fact that it's And the other thing, the other thing people picked up on is that I didn't put a kiss on me message. Oh, well, no, that's not... That's... You, you know, all the time you meant to put kisses in like I think people think so Bollocks. fucking pins I used to put hundreds oh he's used to still does like I'm, I was going to say I'm sorry I I'm sorry track. if his new girlfriend's listening <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he used to put loads of kisses to be <laughs> um, he fucking puts literally I, I think 
I think you got the point where you put like you know how you could put um, fast keys. Mm. Do you know you can go into the keyboard and that, so I've basically got my email address. I type in ZZ right. and that's the fast key for my email address, so I don't have to type my email address in because it's fucking tedious. I think he had it where like two kisses was a fast key for a million kisses, so he wasn't even putting in the effort for that. Right. He was copying and pasting essentially. Um, I don't put kisses in. I'd probably sign off on one if I'm saying goodnight. Aye, uh, end of the day. Not essential. End of the day, or. Oh, I know, about to go to bed, that's the only time. The rest of the time, I don't see the point. Also, another good, va- good, good valid reason that wasn't my reason. It was in a group chat, the, the screen cap. Mm-hmm. If you're using kisses in a group chat, it's fucking. Ah, yeah, that's, it's a bit of a soppy group. It's a bit of a soppy group chat. Right. Like, definitely not. Get a room, all twelve of you. Yeah, no, that's definitely not allowed. If you, um, I putting kisses in a group chat to your partner is different levels of because uh, it's not even public displays of affection. It's social media displays of affection, and those are worse. Yeah, what one of my favorite things of all time is when people put stuff in the wrong group. Mm. It's amazing. Did I? Um, we had a. I'm not going to do in jokes. I'm not going to use the content of it. Right? You can, I feel like you'd think I'm going to. I'm not. So basically... One of the first things you did yesterday with Barang as well. <laughs> <laughs> first thing I heard was a private joke. I was like... Which one? Explain it to them. Explain the private joke to them. <laughs> um, yeah, so there was a one where somebody said something and it was a pr- like... Out of context, it was appropriate to someone else in the group, so they went the name of Rich's autobiography, right? Mm-hmm. And then that become a bit where people would scroll back up through the messages, find a message, and bump it with the title of Elliot's autobiography. Oh. And it just become a running bit where you're digging through the archive of a WhatsApp group. And uh, I searched for something, found it, bumped it as the title of Daniel's autobiography and realised it was just in a completely different group. It was like a group for like Ma- Brett and Mary's wedding <laughs> with like your mum in and that. <laughs> so it was just this like dormant group that hadn't been used for a bit. And I just, like, to mark me. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just, just seized that opportunity to rinse you. Have some weed. Oh, I'm having some weed. Is it cool to travel with that stuff? Oh, oh you're th- what? Well, right, we're going to edit that out. Well, I'm not going to edit that out, but we'll change the subject. Um, your suitcase hasn't turned up. <laughs> you are travelling late right now. Uh, it should be here soon, I should plan on me. Because you travelled uh, through Schiphol to get to Reykjavik, which Schiphol. seems like a weird route, actually, from Edinburgh, considering... Right. Schiphol's one of the... top, for me, top five worst airports in the world it's just too unnecessarily big and everything's too far apart you oh, need, it's you need badly it, designed it, right it's it's fine to fly into Schiphol or out of Schiphol but to change over in Schiphol I've never I've never changed over for a flight where I haven't sprinted full tick mm. through the airport and you look around and everybody else is sprinting full tick it's like, oh, like why why do why add this stress to people to stop being shite I'll tell you what was a good fucking airport Brisbane Airport. Remind me about Brisbane. We got through in about three minutes. It was yes, the most, it was the most. Oh. It was the most easiest and most logical. I nearly came in my fucking pants. Now again, this is obviously from two people that travel all the time. So let me just tell you the perfect airport experience. We got in, we checked in, we put our bags through, and then uh, we went to queue up in the airport security pit. Uh, there wasn't that much of a queue, but there was both the uh, security machines were sort of everyone was unpacking their stuff. 
And just to the left was the uh, VIP queue, whatever the fuck it is, first class, business class, whatever. And one of the guys just looks over and goes, oh, the business class security pit's empty. Nobody's coming through there. This is full. I'm going to use my human being logic. And he goes, you two can just use that one. And we were like, oh, brilliant. So straight through immediately, go get our laptops out of the bag and go, do we need to get anything else out? And he's like, no. We're like, what about this? He's like, just, we'll work it out. Just leave everything in the bag. You were sitting there being like, do I need to get rid of this water? And he's like, oh, yeah. is it water? And he's like, no, then no, you can just take it through. And you go, oh. Start taking my laptop out of the bag. And he's like, don't be silly. Oh, <laughs> just straight through. Have a great day, sir. None of this, you're going to have to randomly swab your fingers for cum, just in case you plan to masturbate on this flight again, sir. Yeah, that, that, that was like, exceptionally slick like if you could guarantee all airport experiences were being like that would I get an extra hour in bed every fucking day aye Brisbane was good um, I had I had one of my worst airport experiences um, on the way to Reykjavik and it was all my fault <laughs> why would you do so before we get into this hold on thanks to everyone in Australia and Japan and Singapore and blah 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 they came out to shows it was fun right. it was good wasn't it it was next um I was in right, so I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to eat healthy for this leg of the tour because I've got this sneaking feeling that if I carry on the way I'm going, I'm going to be a big fat blimp by Christmas, mm-hmm. right? So I'm going to just eat well when I can. Just the healthiest option that's available to me at the time, I'll go for. And um, I'm in the fucking airport with not enough time to sit down, so I have to go to W H Smith and find whatever the fucking healthiest option there is. And um, there's this fucking John West tuna dish that just looks like cat food. Aye. And I'm like, if I'm sticking to me rule, that there is the option, right? So I get it. And I go to the fucking till and there's people behind us and I get there and she scans it through and I'm like, can I have a fork, please? And she went, we don't have any left. We're waiting for an order to arrive of yeah. forks. And I just think, I was in a fucking bad mood anyway because I'm jet lagged. I'd seen me wait for like a day and a half and then I'm jetting back off again. So I was like, fucking, just, I just want life to be easy to us right now. Right. And I just went, like, it's a fucking refund then because it's, and I just like, in that moment, I just had this like falling down moment where I was just like, I can't believe you've even got them on the shelf. I can't believe you're like, they got, they, please get, go and take them all off the shelf because you're expecting people to come along, scan them through, buy it, and then just walk through the airport eating tuna <laughs> with a fucking hand. And I, I wasn't polite about it at all. <laughs> and she just I looked. I don't understand why an airport was selling tuna. What airport's this? It's W.H. Smith in Gatwick. He's selling tuna. You know, can. like a fucking, tu- like not a tuna can, but it's like a tuna meal. It's got like sweet corn and fucking a bit of dressing on and some salad and that. It's like a fucking. But it's got like a tin lid. It's like a tin lid. Like a, like a kind of foil rather than tin. You, you know what I'm talking about, man. Surely you've seen them. Right. No, but so I go to the I, happy part. Of I was the literally fucking just saying, I can't believe you're trying to sell these to people for them to walk around just scooping shit. I'm saying it in front of that customer, right. and she just looked at it, to scan it back through, and give us a refund. Went, ah, it's got a fork in it. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt like the biggest cunt. I felt like <laughs> the, the biggest, biggest cunt in the world because it was just how organic it happened. I was like, oh yeah, before I forget, can I get a fork? and then there isn't one I mean I can get a refund and she was a little bit like resistant about giving us a refund on the product right so that's when I was like because I thought she wasn't going to give us the refund I thought I'll kick up a bit of a fuss so she definitely gives us the fucking refund I'll three pound back you know oh my fucking god I just like I, like when she said it I, I literally just went I'm sorry and dashed <laughs> like, I'm so sorry <laughs> and then just fucking legged it I was like just evacuate from the situation completely 
Yeah. Look, I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm looking at there the type of situations where I look back like I laugh at them I don't ruminate on them oh, like, good for you good for you, you I'm, know, sure, I'm sure she's looking back and laughing on it you horrible cut yeah, nah, <laughs> nah, but like I'm so glad I'm I'm ruthless enough that that doesn't st- like a good person a real decent person right would be like oh my god I can't believe that I'm such an asshole and all that but yeah. I just want to be like <laughs> I'm going to tell Danny about this <laughs> <laughs> but I did. I felt like so. it was one. Of, that was one of my worst airport exits. Cause I made a fuss. Ah, uh, you did. The, the people behind us in the queue waiting on it, like they were, like they, because I was holding them up, so I was making it fucking vocal, so I could. Yeah, this Are is why getting... I hold up. The fucking magnesium tuna with my hands. Are you getting that one side? The magnesium fucking tuna with my hands. I was like, yeah, the first world country apparently. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> What did your teammates have to say with oh, this? Oh, head down gone, mate. <laughs> Fucking, like, they literally probably bonded on it, swapped numbers, <laughs> stayed in touch, started a WhatsApp group. They are pals now, they're not like. <laughs> All joined <laughs> by the candy fork eating tantrum man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> do you have little tantrums like that, you know? I, I do know! <laughs> Don't say it to me! Don't say it! It's a fucking revelation to me! It's if you're bestowing me with new vision. Hey, here, Daniel, inside scoop, sometimes me, Kai Humphreys, throws a little bit of a bitch fit. (laughs) Sir, say it ain't so! In all the years we've known each other! It's so cool! (laughs) Unflappable! Fucking I can't believe it. This is like earlier on when you were like, oh, I used to play for uh, Blythe Spartans youth football team. No, 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 the Blythe Spartans. I'm not that good. (laughs) (laughs) That's no one's parameters of decency in football. And I only trained with them as well, I never made the team. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Right, go tell us about what have you, what have no, you sorry, tell us one of your rare hissy what, what I'm trying to say is, right, I think usually I would have had the same conversation but being laughing and affable. Oh. I would have usually been like, <laughs> you're going to make a few tuna on me hand, all right? Give right. a refund. Right. Like, I think I would have been a little bit more like that, but I was like, <laughs> where's the manager? <laughs> <laughs> My name is Kai, Kai, Kai Karen, Karen. <laughs> Well, what was the thing where I said oh, it's me one vice? <laughs> what, was that again? what was that again? Well, the whole bit was uh, was that everything was your one vice. Everything. I started vice. off with child porn. Uh, it's my one vice. Aye. Uh, Hell of a vice, though. Aye, but everything else is clean. <laughs> <laughs> everything else is above board. You know. Clean, living apart from that. <laughs> uh, well, what are we doing now? We're in Stockholm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a Stockson home. Was this bit? That was. Uh, I was going to tell the story to the listeners about Mark Nelson getting the um, getting the train back to Glasgow. Uh, the last train back, bit drunk as Mark Nelson tends to be. No, not our Mark Nelson. <laughs> and, um, he woke up on the stop train, panicked, and got off because he thought he was home at Glasgow, and then watched the train leave and spent the night in Oxen home. <laughs> Which I don't even think I know where Oxenholme is. <laughs> it's near the Lake District, or in the Lake District. It's uh, like Cumbria. Mm. Um, For uh, foreign listeners, the Lake District is uh, the UK's version of the Red Light District. Yep. It's just, yeah. uh, and Mark just accidentally <laughs> got off. <laughs> <laughs> and then purposefully got off. <laughs> 
Uh, so we're in Stockholm. Did you just fart? No, I no. sucked my teeth. <laughs> Through your butt. Hold the my teeth like a rude boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're in Stockholm. We've been to Reykjavik. Hi. We're going to Oslo. We are st- doing the Scandinavia leg of the tour, and me and you clearly had the very same weekend because we both rocked up the airport like the first day of school, mm. both with our new boots on and our new jackets on. Aye. <laughs> because the amount of times we've gone to ice. We've fucked it up so many times. <laughs> so it's like fifth time's a charm. <laughs> we've, I've literally turned up there with only tracky bottoms and uh, fucking running shoes and I think oh. one hoodie. And just it, be like, ah, this will be. And the wind cuts through you, and the fucking one drop of rain that just wets your clothes is fucking enough to just ruin your day. So we're fucking squared ourselves away with all kinds of fucking Himalayan hiking gear mm. for a one day in Reykjavik. It was lovely and warm. It was. <laughs> it was actually, it was actually palatable. I had to take my jacket off. It was. I. It was chilly. It was just like a. British autumn type of. Uh, we didn't. We didn't get to. We didn't get to go out too much. I still need to see so much more of Iceland. Yes. Um, but I just feel like it's not a place where you can really get drunk. I mean, I know you can drunk, but it's it, it's so expensive there. And I uh, didn't want to be mullered wandering around the street looking for your hotel room. Aye. And you also like to. Be, it's weird. Like I don't think that there mustn't binge drink in these countries because, like. I, I can, can oh no, the Swedes can. Can they? Because oh, that's yeah. a fucking expensive hobby binge drinking. Yeah. Aye, no, the Swedes. Uh, the Swedes are one of the very, very few nations that I will say, like, uh, I can, I can keep up with them, but it takes a fair fucking bit. I'd put them top five drinkers. It's just, to, just to give you an idea, of the fucking exchange rate over here is, um, we we done shares on meals, like uh, where we took turns at paying for a meal. And I fucking took my round in Oslo, and we went to. The, I think it was just Pizza Hut. Aye. It wasn't even like a fucking high-end joint. It was like a franchise pizza place. And um, it come to the equivalent of £70 for our pizza and drinks, soft drinks. That's 70 fine. quid. Expect a watch. And then you got your run in Poland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, best, um, best $2 kebabs I've had in my life. <laughs> I fucking... Uh, Total gear, gear change. Um, when I was in the airport, I was look. Cause I've been wearing this little fucking Casio watch, and I thought I may get. Brag. I may get. Is it? You know the story where why I wear this little seven pound eighty nine watch? Because you threw your last watch in the sea. Apparently so. Right. I lo- well, I've lost. Like um, so, I fell asleep on a beach in Benidorm, and I woke up and my watch was gone. So someone rifled my body, <laughs> and then um, my phone broke the very next day. And then uh, Danny texted Natalie saying. Kai's phone's broken and he threw his watch in the sea. <laughs> Just because that's, that's, a, that's a funny thing to do. So Couldn't defend himself, couldn't deny it. Was like, tell, text her, text her and tell her I didn't throw my watch in the sea. And I was like, no. So she spent two days. She said, she said, she said, uh, um, she said to you, like, just tell him not to contact us for 24 hours. I can't be arsed with him. All right, fair. Right, she bought us a watch for my birthday and I fucking lose Threw it in the sea. Lose my phone. She's like, just tell him not to bother with us for 24 hours. And I was like, well, baby, I'm getting on the sesh anyway, so. Busman's <laughs> <laughs> holiday. <laughs> I'm like, Natalie, that's like saying you can't quit, I'm, you're fired. <laughs> nah. So she was, uh, she was really fucking sound about it, actually, considering she's not long since bought us it. Aye. And then she bought us the exact same watch again. What'd you do with it? I kind of find it. <laughs> Like I fucking, I still stand by that it's gonna show up. <laughs> Where? 
Albufeira. Like, uh, Albufeira is going to come to you like the fucking heart of the sea in Moana. Uh, <laughs> it's going to flow to the surface. I think it's like Thor, where like I keep putting my arm up and hold uh, it there. But, but you're just, not worthy. But just, nah, just not for long enough. <laughs> 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 like, I just feel like it just keeps shifting and then I drop my arm and it stops. It just comes Eventually. at quite a slow pace. Just every day. <laughs> if you're travelling too much. If you were to be in London for two weeks in a row and you were to do it for roughly four hours a day, you'd definitely get it back. I would just keep pulling one direction. It's probably, it's probably somewhere in the middle of fucking Afghanistan. <laughs> I went in directions, I've pulled it in. Uh, so, she was just fucking past. Just like, well, I guess I'm going to just stop buying your stuff because you just right. fucking lose it. Right? And um, I still need a watch. But I didn't want to buy a nice watch because... Because fucking losing <laughs> Because you might lose it and that will cost you money this time, as opposed to her. <laughs> you fucking horrible cunt. <laughs> why are you. This, you're, you're why just, you this whole podcast is you trying to tell me I don't love my wife. Yeah, you don't, right? I do. So, what that entire story did was my wife bought me a watch and I lost it. So, what happened was I made her buy me a new watch, which I then also watched, and then, which I then also lost. And then, as a lesson for me to hopefully learn to be more responsible she went you can buy your own fucking watch and you went oh good I'll just buy a cheap one then because I know I'll lose it as opposed to learning a valuable lesson buying the same fucking watch so I've bought this little cheap one to see if I can like trust myself to not lose it and but you, what do you mean trust yourself you failed the last two tests aye so that's why I haven't bought a nice watch <laughs> it's been four years now in a year and a half. <laughs> when did I get Albufeira? Like April 2018. Oh, why? I, I was asking myself and then I answered. Let's oh, keep right. out of it. Um, so it's been like a year and a half now since I've last lost a watch. Mm. I mean, I've replaced this one once. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to ask you how you know, but you probably timed it. Um, so I think it's about time. Mm. I'll buy a different one and I know I've is that tough to deny you never know what record you've set because every time you think you've set a record you'll lose the watch <laughs> <laughs> like fuck what was I up to again fuck how long have I been timing it um, and I think I've put this in I think we'll bet there might be an extensive fucking conversation with the same conversation about people buying expensive watches right mm. so I go into a shop and like I did this now and again the last few times I've been through like an airport or somewhere selling watches or a, a mall um, <laughs> I'll go and have a look at the watches and you'll see one you like and then look at the price and it'll be like fucking whatever like 380 quid whatever like mate, that's a fucking that's as far as watches go like mm-hmm. we're going up with fucking tens of thousands right All and right. I look at that and it puts us off the price tag because I'm like, that's fucking wasted on me. Like, right. I, I want one that looks like that, but like costs like fifty quid, right? Because so what I'm what I'm think I'm getting at is watches from the price of fifty quid to five grand. The fuck is the difference? Right. The fuck is the actual difference between that? Like, even if one's off by a second, it's not worth paying an extra fucking five G to have that second quarter one. I'd rather just every now and again change my watch. Right? What if? Like, oh, that one, that, that expensive one, they never break, it'll last you forever, that watch, right? What if, like, I just buy a new one of these every year? It's going to fucking last us forever also. Well, no, it's not going to last you forever because you're well, going to lose it. I've got a finite life. Aye. <laughs> but also, that one's going to be gone in a year and you're just going to be buying a new one. The concept of that watch exists forever. That watch is going to be lost within a year. So when you, so when you buy an expensive watch, are you buying a family heirloom? Or are you buying, like... Uh, status like do some people know what a good watch looks like 
because they've also done their research oh. and somebody sees you watching and oh I see you've got a I think that but that's it it's, it's like it's, man they do this thing in fucking Sweden where even if you what you can do is you can buy champagne to just have it in a club to just have it poured down a sink that's what I'm asking oh. is buying an expensive oh. watch day in that oh. can't oh. like it, that can't be it that, like I hope there's people like not, I hope there's not people at home that have got really nice watches offended that, that that's the suggestion but that's oh, what it no, feels no, no, like. But, but it's, it's close to the but same thing with the expensive car. It's like no, no, no. There's a difference. An expensive car and a cheap car. There's a fucking huge difference when you drive the two of them. Mm. But when you boil it down to checking the time, you're getting the exact same fucking oh, uh, miles per gallon. The exact same. I right, but they'll argue it's the about the intricacy of the fucking uh, cogs and shit like that. You know, watch nerd watch shit. I I'm I'm not that guy. I just want like a nice watch that looks nice but doesn't cost us a lot of money. Aye, and one that your wife doesn't get pissed off when you throw it in the sea. Aye, fucking put a little finger you, aren't you? Just trying to get in between me and my marriage. First you whispers off on tour for a fucking year and a half so I don't ever get to say that. <laughs> and then you stare shit on the podcast. <laughs> Sounds like you're jealous. <laughs> I've just got to work out of who. <laughs> uh, what are you doing? Checking the dates? Uh, yeah, going to, no, I think they're all sold out, so fucking. Remember the watches that changed the TV channel? No. Wait, you could get watches that you could fucking change the TV channel with. You don't have to remember it anymore, I've just told you it exists. <laughs> right. right? So they were around in the fucking 90s, right? And it was class because like, they used to put like the TV on and fucking play a video mm. in class and fucking one of your pals was going, well, like, obviously not me because couldn't afford one. Um, <laughs> and boop and change the channel, and the teacher's like, oh, what is this? <laughs> Witch- <laughs> witchcraft. <laughs> So, um, if somebody goes, oh, I've got this 10 grand Rolex, and you go, I but watch, boop, change the channel, the Rolex just instantly looks shit. Because you've just done something magical, we all watch, and there's it's like, I it's six. <laughs> it sounds like you want a James Bond watch. That is my theory on, on jewellery. Like, I, I, we've had this conversation before, I don't think on the podcast, but if I'm spending hundreds of pounds on an item of jewellery, I want to get plus three strength. Mm. I want to get, like, some fire resistance. You know, I want some kind of fucking magical quality that comes with me jewellery. If you're playing an RPG and you just pick up a fucking thing that doesn't give you any armour bonuses, right. it's a fucking waste of programming. Just get that out of the game. I you, it's got to add something to your stance. Uh, so same with a watch. Like if, some, if you can get a watch that does shit. I was looking for watchy talkies and Tokyo, remember? Mm. I thought that would be really neat if me and you were just like, hey, Daniel, come in. Just talking to each other on the watch while I'm on stage. <laughs> You just hear us laughing. We're on to DanielSloss.com. Also, uh, America and uh, Canada, you fucking cunts. Uh, X goes out on Saturday, the 2nd of November, on HBO at 10 pm. Oh, yeah, you excited? No. Uh, Why are you not please excited? watch because I'm not going to be able to watch I'll be somewhere I'll be in Austria or Belgium I'm going to do the same see, thing see out, yeah, out of the zone when it comes out aye and then I'm also I'm also still doing the show and then also I'm going to do the same thing I did with Netflix which is just not not go on social media for a few days I think that's the you're going to down it aye I just yeah, feel like down tools I just go down just let things happen and then come back in right what are the different scenarios right this is, so you get a couple of days down right you can come back on right Jennifer yeah. Lawrence has messaged me told me I'm very brave and that she wants to just one time give me a big kiss aye aye Jack and Piggy would be sound with that if like just, just a big kiss just a big kiss oh aye she would be aye 
Exactly. Because that's not a mate if she wasn't. I know she. Like that's just not a mate. No, I should be excited about it. She, she'd be like, she'd be like, obviously I'm not thrilled to this, but I'm also I'm not I'm not I'm not going to be the bitch that doesn't let that happen. Yeah, I think Piggy's a good bloke. Aye, she's a she's a top bloke. <laughs> but a good no, bloke. Aye, she'd be like, crack on. Aye, film it. Maybe she's probably want to watch. Um. So you could come back and like your fucking Twitter population is doubled. You're getting like a bunch of nice messages and or like. Oh, you're fucking woke, cunt. Right. Uh, you're probably going to get a little bit of that, right? A little trolling. A little bit of trolling in that, right? Which is grand. It could be that it's fucking massive. You're like fucking overnight superstardom. It's just an option. I already am. So that's... What do you mean? I put the super there. Well, um... And hmm. the star. And then you're just <laughs> <What>? the dom. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Shouldn't have been funny. <laughs> it wasn't. Uh, I'm glad you're high. I hope yeah. everyone else is high. Imagine you just had like three less followers. <laughs> 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 it just goes down by three. Just uh, um, I've got uh, same same thing I've got with Netflix. Uh, no expectations because the getting it's the achievement. So that's the. Having any other aspirations beyond it would be fucking selfish. Obviously, go what, what I would like it to do, but. Uh, and um, what's the deal with um, <laughs> airplane food? <laughs> I cover it in my new special X by Daniel Slot, streaming this Saturday 10 p.m. on HBO. Can you believe they sell luggage at the airport? Isn't it a little bit too late? <laughs> I often have observational thought style, um, observational material style thoughts, Aye. and just leave it. But on this once, I'm not going to leave it. Natalie bought a dish bowl to go in the sink. I've never, <laughs> <laughs> I've never been washing dishes and thought, I wish this was smaller and clogged up. <laughs> <laughs> People make good money off that. <laughs> People, people are millionaires uh, of of outward, out, outwardly projecting those thoughts with confidence. Well, yeah, Evans was brilliant. That's fucking remarkable. Aye, some of them, Mickey Flanagan. He's better. Yes, Mickey Flanagan was fucking legit though. Like, aye, yeah. I think Mike, that, Mike, I think, think McIntyre and Lee Evans are legit performers. I think that um, that the topics are so. Uh, this is I think fucking pun, like punching up and critiquing fucking people that are better than me, right? right. But the the aimed that the aimed that that comedy it's such a wide audience aye. that they've probably narrowed down what gives the essence of comedy. Like, you know, Stanhope isn't going to fucking going down well on the the large scheme of things because baby boomers are going to get offended. Aye. Right? So you're just making sure everybody's okay when you're doing well, no, stuff. I, I so think... it narrows down what you can talk about, which is, to, to bring it back around, that's what makes them brilliant because with that, with those parameters, they've still excelled and Aye. been exceptional. I also, I also think that McIntyre and Lee Evans both, they just got less and less risky towards the end when they started like McIntyre I remember seeing McIntyre on TV and then gigging with McIntyre and watching him do 15 minutes of really fucking funny um, 
filth, proper fucking filth sex jokes. And I was like, the fuck is... I've never seen Michael McIntyre do filth. Yeah, I'd love to see that. But the thing thing is, he he did... Man, he's always had that material. It was just... It was never put on television. So when he would go on television more, he just... Same thing with Lee Evans. I'd love to see Lee Evans. They just stopped doing the darker stuff. Because they all did... Man, because they all did the comedy store. They were all comedy store fucking heroes. Is the archive there? Because that, so, that would be meant someone that's that good at performing that wasn't worried that, that your grand's in the room. Mm. You know, that's the, that's the thing about it. It's the, the operating with so much decorum. Aye. But before, you know, there were definitely, there were definitely plenty of times when fucking Leavis and McIntyre were younger and they were doing filthy shit. Maybe not dark as we go, but definite cunts and... Yeah. I guarantee you Lee Evans is... I'm actually going to look that up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and find the, um, the, the, the darker side of uh, more pedestrian... Aye. Aye. Mainstream television. Anyway, the special's out. Spread the fucking word if you've seen the show. Uh, I wanted to get big viewers so I can tour more and then inevitably work less and uh, get more money. So make me famous, please. Uh, not because I think I deserve the adoration, but just because I really want the money. Um, so I can spend more time doing my passion like this podcast and really pour my heart and soul into it. You finished? Aye. Uh, your, yeah, your dad started working overtime as a lollipop lady, so occasionally you'll see him on the roadside doing school holders and night shifts. <laughs> your dad shoves a finger up his bum and one in his mouth and then presses them at the same time because he thinks it takes a screenshot. <laughs> when I pointed out this was not the case, he said, yeah, well, explain x-rays. <laughs> uh, your dad rolls over more time than your dog, but your mum gives him less biscuits. <laughs> Your dad wears a police body cam on the bus to school to catch his bullies in the act. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad has a button nose, which is cute until you see him try to put his shit on when he's drunk. Uh, your dad thinks squirrels are just gay rats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> um, your dad has a Harley Davidson, which he rides side saddle with his legs crossed. <laughs> Uh, your dad sold his car engine and floor for Yu-Gi-Oh cards and now has to drive around using his feet like the Flintstones. <laughs> your dad read The Taming of the Shrew and by the end of the book he was tamed. <laughs> your dad calls his belly button Nature's Doorbell. <laughs> There's never anyone in. <laughs> your dad has had cosmetic surgery to have a pouch like a kangaroo and he keeps his beers in it. <laughs> Uh, your dad your dad insists on drinking all drinks like Capri Suns and has a razor sharpened stainless steel draw that he pierces through the side of any can or bottle <laughs> <laughs> your, your dad goes fishing with his mates but they always sit on the bank of the river while he always gets hooked onto the bait and cast into the water <laughs> your, dad, your dad paints his toenails with a spray paint <laughs> does he use a little stencil or does he just go in full, full coverage I just, I washes the rest off Mm-hmm. <laughs> your dad blew a raspberry when he was registering your birth and that's why you're called <laughs> <laughs> uh, your dad says can't get mad not touching around children unfair <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. your dad always gets hand me down clothes off his little brother who's 8 years younger than him <laughs> Uh, your dad is actually three mums in a trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, 
your, your dad puts his thumb in his bum. Not take the screenshot. Your dad puts his thumb in his bum and holds his nose when he farts, and that's how he's got a big head. <laughs> I think that's how I wrote those. Oh, hey. She, she just leave it running while we're quiet and it just come <laughs> just so they know what happens after the cameras go off just, 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 just dead silence is this your charger is this your charger on mine <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you dinner no thanks what time are getting picked up where I'm talking to you man what time are you looking at the phone don't don't start while I'm in the room we'll just chuck his before then <laughs> <laughs> They're my boots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I can do that. Aye.